Check out the guests. We're about to bring in. We're good friends. We're connected on LinkedIn. No overthinking, just over drinking. No overthinking, just over drinking. Beers and beers, drink away your fears. Let's chit chat for 42 years. Let's hope things don't get too weird. Now it's time for beers and beers and beers. Today we'll be drinking Christian Moreland Hazy IPA, a tasteful brew located in Cincinnati, very similar to today's guest who's a tasteful dude located in Cincinnati. He's a talented photographer who's done amazing work for famous rappers, rock stars, and a bunch of different corporate brands. This dude is a professional through and through, so much so that he won't even give me free headshots, which is, it's fine, I don't, I don't care, whatever. He is the one and only Robbie Larson. Now for a quick word from our sponsors. You ever in a situation where you need to check the time but don't want to suffer the indignity of looking at your phone in public? Well, look no further than Pierre Arden watches. These timepieces have classic style with a modern twist. I'm telling you, these bad boys are sleek, stylish, and affordable. Matter of fact, I just copped one of their watches, the Complesso in black, and I love this thing. It's got a nice leather strap, super comfortable, and very good looking. I don't have a woman in my life at the time, but with this watch, I feel like my chances of attracting a female mate, they're way higher. I'm talking way higher. It's basically changed me from a four to an eight, and that's on God. No joke. So go ahead and go to Pierre Arden, type in the code STEVENB25 for 25% off anything from the Pierre Arden online store. Again, that code is STEVENB25. Check it out. These watches are legit. They'll change your life for the better. And now back to the show. Robbie. Thanks, man. Welcome to the show. Happy to be here. Robbie, you you are our first guest in months. It's <laughs> we uh, yeah we really fell off there for a second. I'm not gonna well, lie. I think the world kind of fell off there for a second. So yeah, you know it was like by this time we were supposed to be at 60 episodes, probably a few beer sponsorships. <laughs> we would have nice. found respective wives, me and Paul, but <laughs> you will. But but now we're separated. <laughs> this is this is my first interview without Paul by my side. It's a sad sad day. It's um it's scary. I can say that much. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, yeah hands are up. He was now. the hands guy, yeah. and now <laughs> now yeah we're sometimes? we're separate. Yeah, I mean yeah we would hold each other's hands throughout the podcast oh, man. just for encouragement yeah. but you need that you need that in a, you need the hand holder in in the co-host yeah um so yeah now this is your tryout for co-host that's the, no, that's what's happening <laughs> right now but Amazing. you know as always this show it's not about me and paul's you know failing relationship <laughs> No, 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 it's fine. Our relationship's fine. But it's not about us as the amazing, awesome, handsome hosts. It's about our guests. 
and boy, do we have a dandy here today. <laughs> um, so you are a photographer I am. professionally. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call, I wouldn't call myself a professional. I just love what I do and I somehow can make a living off of it. And you do it professionally. I don't know, professionally, like, saying you're a professional something, I don't know, I feel like it has such a narcissistic connotation to it, I guess. Um, and I just, I hate being in the limelight, I hate being center stage, I like being behind the camera so that I don't have to be in front of it. Um, like, I could never act at all. I, I would suck at acting or... or even just like things I have to sit in for, <laughs> right? Just, like get, get lighting correct or like whatever. Like I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> You're a beautiful man, though, for what it's worth. Thank you. Bone structure, tan. <laughs> you don't. You don't seem like someone who would be shy in front of the camera. You have a very charismatic uh, personality. I can turn it on and off. Yeah. It's like one of those things where. I can, I, my default is always to be like kind of reserved and shy, but I do have moments of like, I don't know, like enthusiasm, <laughs> like, you know, like care, like being charismatic. Yeah. Like, like I, I know how to be a goofball. Right. And all that stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I'd say my default is just like shy, introvert. Yeah. Like, Ch chiller. Very chill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I. I do think, yeah, I have the ability to just, like, turn it on and, like, yeah. do these things for, like, quick spurts. And then I'm, yeah. like, tired. I'm, like, all right, no. Well, you kind of have to, as a photographer, I would imagine you you can't just be, like, you know, having, like, a dull personality through a yeah. shoot. You kind of have to, like, enliven whatever is going on. Yeah, and, like, a lot of people that I deal with, like, or, like, subjects or, you know, sometimes... Like, I'll do, like, a couple session or something like that. I don't really do those as much anymore as I used to, like, when I was first starting out. Um, just because, like, I found my niche, and I love the avenue that I'm in. So, you know, I... Um, but it, it is a lot of directing. You know, I, I get a lot... I, I used to get a lot of couples or, you know, shooting weddings and stuff like that. Like, you have to really be on your game, like, as a person... To make the bride, couple, group, like whoever it is, like at ease, right? Like just have them calm down, right? Like you can't have like a frenetic, like yeah. anxious personality, or else exactly. that's gonna like bleed into like whatever environment you're in. Exactly, and I get a lot of like people who who tell me right off the bat, they're like we're terrible at photos. We don't know how to pose. We don't know how to do anything. So, you know, and I'm. And you're it like, is, it's part of my job yeah. to like calm them down and like create something for them. That and like, if they're like super butt ugly, you're, <laughs> you're just like, hey, you look great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's happened. <laughs> so. I'd be lying if I did. <laughs> it's part of the job. Lying. It's part of the job. Um, so, when was it that you were like, I want to pursue photography professionally oh man man it goes back to uh i think i'd say it goes back way to like college 
Um, I was an athlete in college, but my roommate, who also, who also was an athlete, um, but he was just a very artistic athlete. He, I went to like a small liberal arts school, and he was studying photography and studying um, art and all that stuff. And he was definitely the most. He still is like one of the most creative people I know, and I admire him so much. Shout out Mickey Brown. Mickey. Uh, <laughs> Link in the bio. Check out his work. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he, I don't know, he just had, like, a really cool eye and, like, mind. And me as, like, you know, the other athlete and all I care about is sports. Like, I never really got into it, but I admired it a lot. Right. Um, and he's, he's a baller photographer. Um, and out of college, he had gotten a job working as the tour photographer for the band Perry when they were hot. (laughs) Um, And I just thought that was, like, the coolest thing. Um, You know, a year out of college, this is probably, like, 2014, end of 2013. Um, And he was, you know, touring Europe with a band. That's crazy. Like, doing all these cool stuff. And I... At that time, I was kind of up in the air with my life of, like, what I wanted to do. I was working for, like, a symbol company in Nashville. And, like, like, like a, like... like st- a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Like a drum percussion. And what, what were you doing for them? Um, I was, like, working in the warehouse. I was, like, driving around with forklifts, which was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, doing that, and uh, I started working in, like, the office after a little bit, like, just doing admin stuff and, and whatever, but, you know, I was... 20, this is my one of my first jobs out of college. Still didn't know what I wanted to do. What did you major in in uh, college? I majored in exercise science. <laughs> wow, I didn't know we had a scientist in the building. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> so what? I don't know how I graduated, but. I so you. So you you didn't say this, but you're a hooper. You're a basketball player. I played basketball in college. Um, and, and like that, like before, before any of this photography stuff, like it was just like basketball yeah, was I mean, the thing. Like it was like kind of, yeah, that's your personality. And then I got hurt right before, during my basketball season, my freshman year in high school. And then that kind of bled into freshman year of baseball. And I loved baseball, but I kind of knew that I was better at basketball. And I just kind of leaned into that more just because I already had to miss a season for baseball and I was like I'm just going to train for basketball yeah so I mean I I mean it was almost every day of my life from like probably seventh grade till man my senior year of college yeah basketball 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 right Um, and you kind of don't think past that it's like this is my life like what were you kind of I don't know, uh, a little daunted by the concept of not having basketball anymore? Yeah, I, I, by the end of my senior year, I was kind of burnt out. I thought I wanted to coach um, basketball, which is why I wanted the exercise science degree, and like I minored in coaching, too. Um, and it just, by the end of my senior year, I, you know, you just do something for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, didn't mean I was falling out of love with it. Right. But, like, I was just burnt out. And I needed a break. Right. Um, so I moved to Nashville after college. And 
just kind of got this job after a little bit of searching and uh, I know it's obviously not what I want to do <laughs> or what I wanted to do um, but it was a job you know yeah and uh, I thought it would be a, a way to figure out what I wanted to do in a new city where I didn't really know anyone yeah and, and all that stuff so um, yeah I was working for them and uh, <laughs> so then I officially got into it when uh, my girlfriend at the time was a wedding photographer. Yes. And uh, well, we won't say her name. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. No, yeah, everything's great. <laughs> great. Know? Great. She's a good person. You know, whatever. But but uh, you'll never forgive her. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. Um. So. Yeah, uh, she was like a wedding photographer, and like I already had that interest from my old roommate, you know, what he was doing. This is all kind of happening around the same time, you know, yeah. give or take six months. And um, yeah, I just, I, she, she taught me how the basic stuff, you know, the triangle, ISO, F stop, like shutter speed. She taught me that and the relationship between them. And then I just kind of, she had, so much gear and like it was very nice to like learn on nice equipment you yeah know? it definitely helped um, right well because i feel like people think of like photography in general or like anything with cameras it's like there's a pretty tall barrier to entry yeah. just like financially yeah and to be able to like yeah have an in on that stuff yeah that's that's pretty big especially yeah. if you're just starting out yeah yeah so I, I got to you know actually touch all these all the equipment and like instead of just looking at stuff online like I was able to actually play with all these things and like understand okay 35 millimeters is wider than an 85 right like what you know all that stuff I mean now it's obviously like Second nature. Second nature, right? But, but back then, you know, I had no idea what f stop was. I had no idea. What yeah. ISO and like was. I, I know what f stop is. Yeah. yeah. But for the viewers right. or listeners who don't, what what's up with that, dude? It's what the f? <laughs> f stop. It's pretty much just like your your focal length. Mm -hmm. um, your like the higher the f stop or. I always forget this part, so I'm going to butcher it. <laughs> yeah, I know what this is for sure, 100%. Uh, no, I, I, I understand it, but it's also hard for me to like, I'm not a very good teacher. Right, that's why the so. coaching didn't work out. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Terrible coach. Uh, um, pretty much just like the, the more field of view is in, is in focus. Um, so if like I had a higher F, F22, mm -hmm. that means like you plus every uh depth in front of you and in back of you is also in focus if i had a you know a 1.4 f-stop or something and i focused on your eye you know pretty much like your eye is only going to be in focus your nose is going to be a little blurred it's good i've you know i have a broken nose it's probably for the best <laughs> those, those portraits are going to be like detailed yeah you know what i mean um so yeah so so you got familiar with like the minutiae of it yeah and when you started was there was there like a 
end goal in mind? Was it kind of like doing what your friend was doing or just like wedding photography? Or did you, do you just want to like get your reps in? Uh, I think at first I, you know, I, I kind of figured that I was good at it or like a quick learner early on. Um, Cause I remember the first wedding I ever shot was, um, she, uh, my ex-girlfriend was shooting a wedding and it was a friend's wedding. So I was also invited and she was like, Hey, you know, I brought some, my extra camera. We have all the gear, you know, if you want to just take it and shoot, go for it. And so I was like, yeah, I don't really know these people at this wedding. So yeah, I'll yeah. you know, I'll try it out. If you want to use my photos, go for it. If right. not, yeah. You know, here's some invades. Right, <laughs> it's right. okay. Just don't use my photos. Right. Um, you don't have to choose them. Um, and she, at the end of the, at the end of the night, she was looking over my stuff and was like, "Wow, you have an eye. Like you really do kind of understand this. Right. Like, this is your first time, you know." And so uh, after that, I, I was just I caught the bug and was just right. like, someone said something nice about my work. Yeah, I want to do more of that. Exactly. So it's like, man, this 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 professional <laughs> professional wedding photographer is telling me like, hey, you like I like your stuff. Like you're you're doing okay for a first time. You know, I'm sure if I went back and looked at it, I'd be like, this is terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, it, it meant a lot back then. And that's kind of what put me on this path. Um, and then... Right, so, so after that, it was like, okay, like, I want to I wanna yeah. pursue this, yeah, like, I for just, real. I just kind of felt like, I was like, all right, I'm good at something, and I'm willing to learn. I Still to this day, I think, like, one of the biggest um, advantages in life is just the willingness to learn. Um, and I love learning. I mean, I'll, I don't care who it's from. It could be, if I was a teacher and a student was teaching me how to do something, I would, I would be like, all right, cool. You're going to teach class to me. Yes. Yeah. I want to learn how to do that. Um, I just love learning and, um, to be passionate about photography and videography and graphic design and that stuff like I, I want to learn as much as I can because I love helping other people too. Yeah. So. Do you feel like with something like photography, is there like a misconception about kind of the like stratas of like proficiency? Because I, I know like lots of people who think, you know, they could be a photographer yeah. <laughs> just because they, they have an iPhone. Yeah. And they watched a few Wes Anderson films. Yeah, yeah. I do love Wes Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> they're great. They're great. <laughs> it's great. But, like, for, for someone who is, like, considering, like, going down, like, uh, the path of a yeah. photographer, what, what do you think you would tell them? Like, what, what should they know about the process that might potentially, like, frustrate them? Yeah. Um... It takes so much time, and like I, I'm just getting to the point now where I'm. I feel good about like the work that I'm doing and like I'm getting hired for the 
gigs that I want to be hired for, not mm. that I have to take. Right. Um, and that's, it, it's, I mean, it's taken me six years just to feel like I've gotten the ball rolling. Right. You know, I, I think some people, you know, will luck out and, you know, will be successful after like a couple of years or whatever. And I think a lot of it too is people want to be Instagram famous and like right. TikToks or whatever. I don't. I'm I mean, it's 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 all about the clout. Yeah, and, and that's I, and on peers and beers, we're all about the clout. Yeah, that's fine. We no. don't we we care about the surface level yeah. appearances. We don't care about the hard work. That's not us. That's not us. All you care about. Is yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. we we just came from L.A., so <laughs> having a Calabasas, tough time. Not even yeah, LA. well, the bougie part of L.A. Los Angeles County. All right, <laughs> we're having a tough time I've been there. adjusting to Cincinnati. Oh, we'll get yeah. to that. We'll get to that. So I'm interested. What what's like your your family background like? Because you, you played basketball all this time, and then after college, it was kind of like you're kind of like throwing your hands up in the yeah. air. It seems yeah. like you have like. I don't want to presume anything, but it seems like you have a good like support system that kind of like allowed you to yeah. uh, figure things out a little bit. Yeah, I. Um, Excuse me. Sorry. Another one. Well, it's, oh, there's. Oh man, I gotta catch up. There's three, for you, three for me. <laughs> um, yeah, I. My my family back. I grew up in the greater Philadelphia area emphasis on greater <laughs> okay uh, out there a little i mean still same county but yeah like very north probably i we were like very close to the the, the next county up okay um, by villanova i mean kinda, that's a school that is that is a school yeah, yeah. played there in high school oh wow yeah, yeah. Played, played state no i don't know one of the championships or playoff games was that baller baller yeah and uh, I had this throwback name. I had Randy Foy's Locker when I yeah. The Randy Foy? The Randy. I mean, we all know who that and is. And he had his shoes, like, hanging out right on top in the lockers. And I was like, man, I, I won't be a, I'm not a klepto or anything. But I was like, uh, I'm not a klepto. these shoes. But if I was, <laughs> now I would was, be the opportunity. Randy be out of some shoes. Um, <laughs> No, so, uh, yeah, I grew up in the greater Philadelphia area. I got an older brother and an older sister, so I'm the youngest. Um, and my parents uh, are have always been supportive of everything that I've done, um, you know, pushing basketball. I mean, basketball was always my choice. My parents love sports, too, so I'm sure it was a joy mm-hmm. that I was a baller well, yeah well, was like I, one I, of the I, best basketball players no, of all time no, no, no. <laughs> um but yeah I, I know that they enjoyed watching me in in you know middle school high school play play sports and stuff like that specifically basketball um but yeah and then i was able to get a scholarship um all the way in east tennessee Milliken? Milligan. Milligan. Yes. Milligan. <laughs> there is a Milligan though. Yeah. I think it's in Illinois. I should know that because I am allegedly from Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they have the same colors. As blue, blue and white. No, orange and black. Or, is it orange and black? 
Yes, nailed it. First try. Yeah, <laughs> first try. Nailed Got it. it. Got it. Um, so yeah, and uh, you know, I, it was really far away from home. I'd never been really a homebody, um, so for me to go, I was like freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I know my parents were really sad and stuff because I'm the baby, you know. And you're like peace out. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, going far away to college, you know, that's it's, it's a lengthy trip right there. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I just ended up in East Tennessee, and you asked about my family, and somehow we're here. Yeah, yeah. Family, super supportive. Yeah. Um, when when you were kind of, like, figuring things out, well, like, basketball was always your thing. Yeah. Was your family ever like, so, what it, what's after basketball? Uh, yeah, I think... I think around my senior year that was that was happening. Uh, obviously, I mean, I wasn't gonna go pro or anything, or you know, like. It, well, not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but so I, I just, I don't know. I just kind of felt super lost. I hated my major. I knew I wasn't gonna do coaching, so I, so I just wanted to finish school. I felt like just finishing with a degree was better than right. going back another year or two years to do something Right. Else. I mean, like it's not worth it. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to finish this year out and just trust that I'll figure it out. And uh, my parents are kind of planners. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I don't think that went over well in their minds that they're like, our youngest son, our baby is like, right. Dad doesn't have a plan. Um, but again, they were just like, you'll figure it out. You know, I, I, and I did, you know, it's, it, I'm just fortunate enough to like keep grinding and pushing. And I mean, I've put in so many hours, like for anyone who thinks that this is an overnight thing or like right. somebody can just pick up a camera and start shooting or like, you know, it's not it's i've spent so much time trying to just learn from people you know even, whether that's on youtube like i've stayed up till like four in the morning just watching youtube stuff <laughs> like right. tutorials on like lighting and you know uh settings and new camera gear and like i i couldn't even begin to like tell you how how many hours it's just constant i still do so yeah and like you're not, you know, you're not always getting paid to no. just, you know, learn stuff. Like, yeah. that's that's out of your own oh, time. Yeah. yeah. So, like, through through the process of, like, you know, sharpening your skills as a photographer and then, you know, building up your portfolio of freelance, mm -hmm. was that, like, all you were doing to supplement your income? Or were there other side hustles as well? Um, I think I started, like, a woodworking company at one point. Oh, yeah. We made some cool stuff, but, like, uh, it just didn't, it just didn't work out. I mean, it just kind of lost interest of it. Right. Over time, where I was like, man, this is just, it's a lot of work for a little bit of gain. And I was like, I just didn't have a vision for it, and I just didn't see where it was going. So, um, just kind of stopped that. Um. But I mean, I, I really did put all my eggs into the photography 
world, you know? Yeah, they say so, don't put all your eggs into one basket, but you did, and did, it yeah. looks like it's working out. I kept my day job, so, like... So, still so what was the day job? Well, that was the, the simple uh, company. Okay, right, right. Yeah. So I, I, I was there for, like, three years while I was trying to... I wouldn't say three. Uh, probably, like, two of those three. Yeah. Was, was doing both. I mean, I would get off at work at five, and then I would... Uh, and this was probably, I probably had like three or four shoots a week. Wow. Like during the week, the weekdays. Um, and I would stack my sessions too. So like I would, like if it was a Monday, I would have somebody meet me somewhere at like six and then I meet, have someone else meet me at eight. So then Jeez. I could stack, you know, two nights and get. And that's after like a nine to five. That's, a, that's, yeah. that's tiring. It's super tiring. Like, yeah, I was, I, I'm glad I did that when I was younger. <laughs> you right. Know? Like now I can't imagine doing that again. Right. But I'm so thankful I did do that in the beginning. Um, just putting in all those hours and like repetition mm-hmm. and grinding out. Um, now it's. You know, I can, like I said, kind of pick and choose. And right, because you you already laid down the foundation yeah. for yourself. Yeah, and it you know it took a while to to build that portfolio and like have people trust me. And I was just fortunate enough to be in Nashville, and the people that I was meeting were like new people, like new other higher up people, right. like people in the music world. Um, and so I made friends. I'd say like. The beginning of the avenue that I'm in now, um, you know, I, I made friends with these guys that were in a band, and they were opening um, at the Basement East on the opening night of the Basement East, which is in East Nashville, and it got wrecked by the tornado that just happened, so rest in peace. But it, I think it's coming back. Um, okay, Nashville strong. Nashville strong, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, they were just kind of like, you know, I'm thinking of these guys as, like, musicians and, like, you know, crazy, you know, so right. cool, whatever. And, like, they are friends of mine, so, right. know, like, I'm just, like, thinking my friends are <laughs> really great, which they are. But um, they they were in this band called the New Schematics. Butcher that one. New Schematics. <laughs> yep. Um, Damn. And uh, I shot their, like, opening show and... I just fell in love with that kind of photography, like the whole music, like combining music and uh, and like this art was, I don't know, it was just kind of like, while it was happening, I just had that vision of like, this is what I want to do. Like I specifically remember the moment where I was like, this is what I want to do and make money off it. Right. And like do this for a living. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would imagine it's just like, just like a certain energy yeah. in the air, yeah. and then like, yeah. it's like, you're you're looking for like that thing, yeah. you know, t- that uh, trying to find your calling pretty much for like mm-hmm. s- so long and yeah. working at the symbol shop for for all those days, and then yeah. to finally have that epiphany that must have been pretty dope it, it, honestly it was like it was a really cool feeling uh, obviously like a lot of uncertainty because right like, yeah i want to do this for a living <laughs> you know you get knocked down pretty quick after yeah that. but i yeah. mean it's uh 
I, I will never forget that moment where, yeah. where I told myself, like, I'm not going to stop until I, I make it. And make it is a... It's, it's subjective. It's very subjective, but, you know. Um, but, I mean, one could argue you've made it. I was saving this for, you know, <laughs> later on. But, like, uh, you found yourself into like a pretty pretty good gig recently yeah did you not you can share it if you want <laughs> no pressure uh well i mean that's just a crazy story in itself i don't know if you want to tell it now <laughs> or you want me to save no, it no <laughs> can you save it for off air no yes tell it <laughs> tell it now to the mic, yeah that's all i um yeah i so i got this is back in like uh, maybe Dece- November or December of this past year in 2019 and I was I, I'm pretty new to Cincinnati so it's like a new Same. yeah so it's like a new move I didn't really know anyone didn't know my place you know the whole time I'm thinking like I could clean up I could keep cleaning up in Nashville you know like I have clients down there right. and like keep going down there it's only four hour drive you know, I don't want to, it's hard for me to get invested, um, you know, that early on after moving here. Um, and I was just kind of down, you know, just like, what am I doing? Right. Like, now is this worth it? Like, do I need to go find a new job? Like, you know, um, and I, one of my old roommates from Nashville, um, I lived in Nashville for seven years, so I had a couple roommates. Um, and one of them is the guitar tech for uh, Brad Paisley. And he, you know, texted me out of the blue one day and was like, hey man, are you still trying to do this? Like, even if you're in Cincinnati? And I was like, yes. And he's like, cool. Uh, do you mind if I share your work with, like, our manager and stuff? I was like, go for it long shot you know I'm like, right you know probably not of, probably not gonna work out yeah exactly i'm like all right i'm not even in nashville like they need someone in nashville they need any and you know photographers in nashville photographers and videographers in nashville is like dime a dozen you right. know like they're right everyone who lives there is either a right. musician or a photographer right um, right it's a it's an industry you it's know it's a very saturated industry um but you know, I was like, all right, whatever. And, uh, so, like, a couple days go by, and then I get, like, a random Nashville number call, and I'm, you know, I have, end up having a phone interview, like, right then and there. I was at, you know, Braxton Brewery, <laughs> like, and this, you know, the man. Covington, yeah, Kentucky? Covington, Kentucky. Nice. And, uh, so, um, yeah, I had my phone interview and it went really well, but one of the hangups was being in Cincinnati, you know, and that kind of sucked. Um, and so, you know, after I was pretty hyped that I actually got an interview for it, which hadn't happened before. So I was you know, super stoked. And then, um, you know, silence for like a month right. and a half. And, you know, I'm just like, ah, I didn't get it. Yeah. And like, whatever. Yeah. Um, goes by and time goes by and um, you know I see my my friend who's the guitar tech like out on tour and I'm like ah dang it I didn't get it you know they didn't call me back you know whatever 
I hate him for being <laughs> successful. <Yeah. laughs> um, and so then he texts me randomly that like that night and was like, hey, did anyone ever call you back? And I was like, no. And he goes, well, we're st- we didn't have anyone this weekend. Like, we're still looking. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, hit me up. Yeah. Please. And so, you know, I, I think one of the best lessons I've ever learned is never underestimate the power of a follow-up. Whether it's email, text, the call, always follow up. Because that, just, I mean, just that simple act, it takes you less than 30 seconds to send off a text. Take you two minute conversation just to say thank you. Send you uh, like two minutes to send an email thanking them, you know? And that just always sticks out to people. Yeah. And so I um, I had sent a follow up text before that to the manager because I had his number because right. he called me. Right. You know? um, and he just said, Yeah, I think, you know, we'll, we'll let you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shut up, get out of yeah, here. Exactly. Um, so I actually sent him another one, though, after that conversation. It was just like, hey, you know, I don't know if this position's still filled. I just want to let you know, like, if it is, thank you for, um, uh, like, talking to me or, like, keeping me in your mind or whatever. And then, um, you know, if, if it's not, I just want to let you know I'm available. And... If it is, if this guy needs a fill-in for dates, you know, let me know. Like, I'll, I'll be down to do it. And I get a call, like, 30 seconds later. Wow. And was like, what are you doing Friday? Can you come down to Nashville for an in-person interview? I'm already on the way. And I was like, yep. <laughs> oh, man, so, that's awesome. Uh, my wife and I got in the car, drove down, like, Thursday night, had my interview Friday. And the interview, he, uh, the manager was like, yeah, we. I mean, you seem like a cool guy. Most, of, also, most of like tour photography and stuff. If you're just a good hang, like you've got an you've got an edge over everyone else. Right. Like you have to be good at just like being a person. Um, it's honestly really hard <laughs> sometimes to yeah, be right? a person. Yeah. Human interaction. Yeah. I don't know why I do this podcast. <laughs> I, I fucking suck at it. It's it's tough. It's tough. You got to be on. Yeah. Yeah, man. And especially like in that environment, you know, I feel like Brad Paisley's probably a pretty cool guy. He huh? is, yeah. He's a very down to earth, super chill, um, you know, just really nice guy. Like, He's did, actually a nice guy, you know? And, and <laughs> did you feel like a, uh, I don't know, like a starstruck syndrome at all? No, not really. Um, I mean, I've, I guess I didn't mention any of this in the previous, but I mean, I had worked with bands in Nashville. Right. That are like kind of top tier in that world. Comparable. Yeah, yeah maybe Maybe not comparable, but a few pegs below, right. but, like, different genres. I mean, country music, Brad's been around for 22 years now, you know? So, like, he's got fans all ages and the country realm, so it's, like, it's a very large demographic. Um, like, I remember, I think the first big show I ever shot was, was Need to Breathe. It was... Need to breathe, Switchfoot, and Colony House. 
I've heard of Switchfoot, yeah. so that's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, it was at it was like one of the opening nights. Again, I keep shooting like the opening nights of these venues um, of like uh, Ascend Amphitheater in in Nashville, and it's it's beautiful spot downtown. But um, that was like the first very very large concert full production thing I've I ever did and you know I only got like three songs in the pit <laughs> you know I was like one of those the like a local photographer they only let you be yeah. in the pit for get in get out yeah 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 but I was you know I would see the tour photographer go into the pit afterwards and I was always like man I want to be that yeah guy. like I want I want my own pit <laughs> you know kind of thing. right yeah um so uh you know, I, I had done that stuff. Um, you know, I shot like a Selena Gomez concert and so I, okay. like, I don't get to meet any of these people. Yeah. I, I got to meet the Need to Breathe guys and, and Switchfoot, but like, you know, most of the, like the bigger people you don't get to meet. Yeah. You just get to shoot. Like, just getting the pass right. is like half the battle. Right. You know. Um, right. And like, you're probably not, you know, that hung up on being able to meet so and so. Yeah. It's like you you, you want to work at your craft ultimately. Exactly, and I think that that was like a main goal of mine too, where I was just like, you know, I don't. It'd be cool to meet these people as humans, but like I'm also not here to like be a fan. Right. Like I'm here to like do this job, learn, get some cool shots, you know, and like I want to be hired for this stuff. Right. So I have to show people that I can do it. Um, so, yeah. I keep rambling. I keep Me too. I mean, it is. It's good rambling. It's yeah. good rambling. But so you got you got in with. I think the question originally was um, if there was a starstruck factor yeah. with Paisley, which seems like you know he's a pretty down to earth guy. Not that uh, intimidating. Yeah. Do you think with Anne the so like the entourage, is there is there like a hierarchy? And if so, where does the photographer <laughs> find themselves on said hierarchy? Oh man, um, there's definitely a hierarchy, but and it's pretty chill. Um, you know, I, I think everyone understands that everyone is hired for a specific role and if you're at that level like on a world tour or something you know you gotta be good at what you do Mm -hmm. they're they're not just hiring joe Mm -hmm. schmo yeah yeah like you have to have the you know uh cool guy personality to some extent but you're not gonna get a job just because you're a good guy yeah yeah you gotta be like good at your craft too um so it i think everyone it's more of a respect thing i wouldn't say that there's a there is a hierarchy but there isn't um just because everyone's just great at what they do and everyone respects what other people do you know like the lighting guys i mean i they're amazing you know it's like top tier of lighting right you know so uh, of like their craft and i would never think anything less than them being like the mjs of <laughs> that, right you know so I, I 
I think it's a, a lot of respect and and um, towards each other and, and and everything. So yeah, there's no like, oh, I've been doing this for longer than you, so I'm gonna yeah or whatever. I get more of that from like the local <laughs> photographer. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Like with weird. like for like newspapers or what? Oh uh, well, so like every show. Um, you know, you have, like, the all-access or, like, the tour photographer, and then there's always, like, the local photographers who are shooting for publications or uh, a newspaper or online articles and stuff like that. And then some random people who, you know, email in and be like, can I get a pass? Which is what I used to do all the time, you yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> like, that was me. <laughs> um so I'd suggest doing that if anyone's thinking of doing this job, being like a tour photographer, email managers. Don't DM on Instagram or anything. Find their email, email them. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I yeah I've gotten I've gotten the whole you know looking at camera gear and like I mean some of these guys they've got like the big you know, like 400 to 700 or right. like you know like everything and I'm I'm out there with like 85 35 24 to 70 and a 7200 right. it's like I mean it just looks smaller but that doesn't mean it's it's not the size it's it's what you <laughs> right. do with it right right you know what I'm saying <laughs> um and so I I definitely get a lot of looks because gear you know I, I i have to be on the move that's my job right know? like and i feel I'm like just chilling in one spot the whole you need time. to be nimble yeah too exactly so i'm you know i'm crouching behind the drummer <laughs> yeah trying to yeah what's the, what's that like like yeah. being on stage while pe people are performing it's my favorite thing because it's something that i it, like no one really gets to experience. Yeah, it's wow. You know I mean? Like except unless you're like guitar tech, a drum tech, or like yeah, but but it, but it's it's not the same because it's like the guitar tech he goes up and like mm -hmm. fixes what he needs to fix, but like you go up there and then you find yourself just like in this like yeah. crazy environment, and then you get to go into the lens and like yeah. pull out like what you think looks awesome yeah it's it's a thrill for sure i love it um i remember the first time i did that in a major show um i was with a band called 10th avenue north they're the like in the christian music world um and we were on tour in 2018 and that i think we we sold out the target center in oh wow and like the first time I got on, like I snuck up on stage, um, snuck. <laughs> you were allowed to. I was allowed to. Yeah, but it felt it felt like you're not supposed to. It's <laughs> yeah, like, right, what exactly. am I doing here? Yeah, it was like such a foreign thing. Like, and I was so nervous. I think my camera was like, I'm trying to get rip off these shots, and like my camera's shaking because my hands <laughs> and like, uh, it was just like a really cool moment. I, I, it, it's just like one of those things that. It definitely keeps me going in this field is like those kind of moments where it's yeah. like I get to experience something that even if 
you paid like top tier in this place you don't even get to experience it like right and, and i just love music in general so like i always wanted to be in a band or like a musician i mean i play guitar and piano but like not nowhere near band quality you know hey well <laughs> there's lots of bad bands yeah, there, out there, there, there you could you could start a bad one hey the bad band yeah. you trying to link up <laughs> trying to get back into the game if you're looking for a worse uh intro i can hook you up bro please please we've been yeah we've been seeking for a, a worse intro yeah it's just top notch by the way oh thank you it's amazing I thank you it. Uh, um, it is my pride and joy i listen to it as i go to bed every night <laughs> Check out the guests. <laughs> then we're about to bring it. Bring them on in. <laughs> Your life is just one podcast episode. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. That's the cadence <laughs> I like to move in. Yeah. yeah. But I, it's just, I really enjoy it. Like, it's, I get such a thrill from seeing the crowd from that perspective. I mean, I've been to so many concerts in my life of, like, attending them. And, you know, been front stage and I've been nosebleeds and... Like, I would, I would take that over yeah. being front row with somebody sweating on me. Right. You know, like, my favorite artist sweating right. on me. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that's that's your job. That's yeah. insane. It's, it's like, yeah. there are few people who get to, you know, have something as enthralling yeah. be their livelihood. Yeah, and it's not a job where, you know, someone's calling in complaining. Yeah. You have to like deal with them. There's no customer service. Yeah. It's it's like, this is what I do. This is what these guys do. And together we work to make something cool for all these people that came to see this. You know. Um, Yeah. That that's another pretty awesome element of it too. Just like, it's not like you're just taking the photos (laughs) for like your own gratification or even just like. Brad Paisley's, you know, to, like, pump him up. Like, there are people, ultimately, that, like, love this guy. exactly. So, um, I'd say that is definitely one of my favorite parts. Did it it take you a little bit to get, like, comfortable just, like, going onto stage and, like, not feeling like you're, like, intruding their space? Yeah, I mean, I still feel like that sometimes yeah you know, like i know i know the moments when things happen but sometimes uh like I, i'll just forget or something you know <laughs> like be in the way of somebody running out you know like uh you know like our guitar techs hang out or on stage right and so if i'm in the way of their path of like bringing a guitar out like you know, I tell them all the time, like, if I'm in the way, just shove me. I don't care. Like, yeah. Just push me out of the way. Like, I don't want to interfere with your job. And they're, you know, like, no, you're ne- you're, like, you're never in the way. But I know I am in the way. They're yeah. just being nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, um, I forget this question, too. What the heck? <laughs> That's why you pretty, <laughs> you, you pretty much got it. Yeah, it was yeah. something, something comfortable yeah stage yeah i mean so i'm there are definitely moments where i'm like nervous still yeah the the whole like how close can i get (laughs) sometimes like 
like sometimes I want to be like right behind the artist that's front front and center. I'm like, oh, wait, no, I can't do that. Yeah, you're just up next yeah. to him, smelling yeah. his neck. <laughs> you mind if I get this one inside your shirt right quick? Yeah, um, but yeah, it's 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 super fun. I mean, I, it's just like a it's a rush, and it's, you forget about it once you're in that moment, like. You don't really remember, or like you—you you don't. It's a blur. Yeah, it's kind of a blur. Yeah. Um, but. That—that's pretty cool. But that's like uh, probably like percentage-wise, that's like a very like small percent of the actual job, you know? Yeah. It's like sure. it's like you are working and like facilitating everything and like managing yourself for like that eventual yeah. moment so it's it's an awesome moment very like you know euphoric maybe even but sure. but there are you know the uh the doldrums of yeah. the process oh for sure what what what's like the that contrast like like what what is the part of your job that is like not like the instagram aesthetic what's like the stuff that you kind of like, I hate that I have to do this. Uh, well, on tour, you have a lot of downtime. Like, a lot of downtime. Um, a lot of what I've been doing, like, during the time that I've been out with Brad has been, like, just before COVID, but everyone knew about COVID you know, over in, in China and Europe and stuff, it was getting bad, and then, um, so, like, the meet and greets were all canceled when I first started, just because, you know, you're bringing in fans, like, you don't know where people have been, right. you don't want, if, if the artists get sick, then there then goes, no one can right, work. there goes so, your livelihood, yeah, exactly, and, and so, if you think about it, like, oh, why aren't these things happening, it's like, well, if, if any of the players or artists get sick, like, we're screwed. Like mm -hmm. that's the artists and the players and musicians are like a very small percentage of what goes into everything. I mean, right? We have so much crew. I think we have like there's like six or seven buses that go out full of people. So it's like you know that's that's probably like forty people out of a job. Right. So like uh, meet and greets were canceled. Post show stuff was canceled. Um, it's like a, there's a couple other jobs that I would like, I would be performing, but like I just couldn't because of all the safety precautions and stuff. So um, just had a lot of downtime and just like, and for me, I I always want to be moving and like helping and like right. not doing anything. I feel useless. Yeah. Oh, hey, retweet. That was yeah. a lot of my quarantine, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like I, you know, I have to remind myself like, okay. Like, it's okay to not be busy or do something. Like, you can breathe. Like, right. Like, that dude, that's that capitalistic, you know, <laughs> brainwash, yeah. bro. It's got you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so there's been a lot of downtime. And that, that's the, and you're just like, I want to help. What mm -hmm. can I do? And everyone's like, you're good. Like, don't worry about it. Like, we, we do this. You don't have to. I'm like, but I want Let me get in there is all. So, like, I wouldn't say that there's any part that, I, you know, is, is, like, super boring or, like, the Instagram list. Like, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I get, get to tour the country. 
doing what I love to do, see new cities, see, meet new people everywhere I go, as well as, like, learn from other people on the bus and, like, crew and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and all those people, they've all been with, with Brad for, I mean, probably his entire career. Like, oh, wow. the same career. Wow. So, like, so d- they just have stories for days. Yeah. They have less, like, life lessons. Like, it's just so neat to learn from these kind of people. Like, yeah. who have just lived a crazy life. Yeah, it seems like a pretty, uh, pretty tight-knit community yeah. there, for sure. So, like, the Instagramless part, I mean, it would be just, like, my bone. You know, like, yeah. I wouldn't Instagram, like, the bus or anything. Or, like, yeah. But if you did, I'm sure you could get a nice angle. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you so there's like a pretty like locked in crew there yeah you're pretty new to the team yeah is there like a like a trial run period where like you're trying to like get into the good graces or do you feel like you're like the guy now you're like you're the dude yeah uh at first so i mean it was this world can be scary, too, uh, in terms of, like, because it is a saturated market. Right. So, like. Like, if you can't do it, there's, like, I'm yeah. sure a million other uh, yeah. dudes they waiting. They would have found someone the next day. It's, yeah. You know, but, um, like, I, my trial run was right out, like, that story of, you know, getting the call, going down to Nashville. And, and like my interview, my interview was on a Friday, and they're like, "Okay, cool. Like this is going to be your working interview. We leave Monday for Canada for two weeks, and this is your working interview." Wow. And I'm like, "Oh crap! Like, babe, we gotta go home." Like, I'm <laughs> my wife, I'm like, "We need to go home and pack right now." And then, so, because you know, I don't live in Nashville anymore, so it's like have to drive back up to Cincinnati, pack, and then come back down because bus calls out in Nashville. And so um, that first two weeks was my working interview. And, uh, I mean, I, I kind of felt like I, I got it. Like, after like, yeah. the first show, I was like, all right, I, like, I think I'm, I'm going to wow some people. You yeah. Know? Like, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking that. And, I was getting along with everyone, you know, we took buses from Nashville, Tennessee, all the way up to Penticton, Canada. Ah, yeah, it's good old Penticton. Oh, good old Penticton, um, which is just over the border from Spokane, Washington. Yep. So, like, my first 18 hours, 20 hours was... No enemies made. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it was like on a bus with like eight other people, just like hanging out all day, every day. You know, like. Or did like, you guys it, have fun? Did. I mean, it was. Like <laughs> you don't so have to get into the you and, know gritty details. And you know what? What's, I don't know. I like I said, I love to learn and I love learning from people, and all these guys. I I was the second youngest guy on the bus. And the other youngest guy was my friend, my other, my old roommate. Oh wow, and, no, that's wild. And I'm, you know, I'm 30 or 29 at that point, but you know, the the next youngest guy was like 52. Wow. And everyone, you know, and everyone's been with Brad since the beginning. So like, I just got to like chat 
and like make connections with all these people and like learn from them and like it was just really really cool um but that was my working interview so it helped that everyone liked me yeah on my bus right because then right know, that kind of goes back i mean if the, if they don't it's it's kind of the end of the road for you yeah right exactly um so uh, you know uh it was a cool it was a very cool experience. I, I feel now, um, I mean, COVID's kind of messed up our world tour. Yeah. Um, oh, so you were supposed to go on a world tour. Yeah, yeah. Um, but most of the year got got canceled, um, with the exception of we did three drive-in concerts. Yeah, I saw that. Um, in, like, mid-July. That was... That was different but cool but back to work but that was this region of the world yeah that was the st louis indianapolis and nashville you saw the world yeah right (laughs) you saw it all that's all you need to see definitely like a watered down (laughs) version of what it would have been so would you have gone like europe like all that yeah we would have gone they mess with country music in europe oh big time really yes really what where like Norway, Sweden, Amsterdam. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. I was ready to go, man. I, I was. Bro, I, I bet. When I, was when was this supposed to be? Now, I would like I would be in Europe right now. I I believe. Bro, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're you're in this shit storm yeah. of a place. <laughs> no, no, I'm here with you. <laughs> hey, it all works out. Um, but yeah, I mean it's. Would have been cool, I guess. Um, but I'm also Norwegian. Oh no way! Yeah, so dude. My, my my dad's full. My mom's a little bit, and my my grandma. I only knew my grandma on that side, and I mean she's obviously full and like from Norway. So like, it would. And apparently, we still have like cousins in in. Bergen, I believe. Helsinki. Like we no, that's not that's Norway. Whoa. And so, like, it would have been cool, and we would have played in Bergen too, which would have mm. been cool. Um, and I've never been to Norway, so I was super stoked when I saw that on the tour dates. Yeah. But then it just. Yeah. Literally on our way home from that tour was. Everything, Everything hitting the fan. I think you are the only person to be negatively affected by COVID. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's just you. Man, sucks. Yeah, it's kind of like the world conspired against you yeah. specifically. Hey, uh, <laughs> yes. Um, you know what, though? I mean, I, I take it as a kind of a blessing in a way. Um, I mean, I, I would have loved to have the world tour and, and do all that and but i mean it's been great to like spend a lot of time with my wife that i wouldn't have gotten yeah. had you know and uh, it's just been it's been nice right and quarantine sucks probably like everyone else you know like, right like it sucks we wish it it wasn't like this but at the end of the day like I'd rather spend time with my wife than, yeah you know go on a world tour yeah and it sounds weird to say but like that's why she's my wife i love spending time with her so doesn't sound weird to me man (laughs) yeah yeah. sounds like you guys got a good thing going on yeah so yeah yeah and it's not like the world's going anywhere hopefully exactly i mean 
I don't know if next year is a reasonable time frame, but two years from now, right? Yeah, we're right. we're going to be done with this, yeah. right? Guys, yeah. hopefully. Please, please. <laughs> please. Please. I'm freaking out. <laughs> freaking out, man. Yeah. But, yeah, no, if you... Uh, yeah, if you went on that world tour, you wouldn't be on Piers and Beers right now. It's true. So okay. one door closes, yeah. another <laughs> bursts wide open. Wide open. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you had availability for me. Bro, yeah. it's, it's a lot of availability. <laughs> if you have any friends. Yeah. A lot of people in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that's, um, that's part of the idea is just, like, because I feel like there's a lot of people that work in this yeah. space that don't necessarily always cross paths and mm -hmm. people don't always know exactly what yeah. people's bag is right so so yeah i mean i, I want to like talk to as many people as i can just like for myself like networking getting yeah. to know people a little bit better and then for anyone else if they want to get to know the person it's like pop on some pears and bears check out the guests <laughs> see what they're about to bring in <laughs> We're good friends. Yeah. Connected on LinkedIn. Are we connected on LinkedIn? I don't, I don't really use LinkedIn. I know I should. I think... I just don't... I hate all social platforms. That's another thing. I firmly believe, like, Instagram and Facebook, like... The tools of the devil. I, I wouldn't say the devil. I'm not going to say the devil. But, like, maybe, but... <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I... I just don't care enough. Like, to me, like, it's just all fake. Like, I think that's what, that's another thing, like, another lesson. Like, go after what your, what your goals are. Don't go after, like, becoming insta-famous and, like, a photographer. Insta like, that'll come. Yeah, I, like, I put zero effort into my Instagram. That looks great, by the way. And, and I, I, like, I, I post maybe once a week once every two weeks i posted twice this week i saw the dog pic they're both my dog and my wife it's so a good like, dog it's a good yeah, dog yeah, he's a cool dog that's why i had to do it right um but like i just don't i don't care and i i i don't think people should care because then it kind of distracts what your goal should be and that's yeah. to one cultivate relationships two just use your gift to like brighten other people's day yeah and like that's all i really want to do i mean i always think about the money second like i always but the first thing i always think about is like how can i bring joy to this job or how can i like what can i add yeah um yeah i think that's that's like what what everyone's kind of looking for you know the way in which they can contribute to society like yeah. contribute their talents to you know help other people out yeah if they can but i think i don't know i think social media kind of it like uh it's like a lower barrier of like input it's yeah. like you can contribute just by, I don't know, posting a picture of yourself yeah. or what you're doing. Yeah. It's like that. I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough to say because, like, some people 
for some people like that is an avenue where they can like you know give their personality but some people are, are kind of just doing it out of like social pressure i guess yeah uh, i'd say like people are just using it for themselves like you know they're posting pictures of their family dogs kids babies like whatever like i it's great like i love i like in i like social platforms for that aspect of like keeping up with people and like keeping up with high school friends keeping up with the kardashians with, and with the the kardashians you need to you have to they're an american yeah. treasure yeah. calabasas we haven't even talked about calabasas no, we, we should though how, how many times have you been to peddler's fork one time. One time? One time. Man, you yeah. lived there. And I, I, I've been there more times than you. No, have. yeah, I... They had a beer on tap called Naughty Sauce. Ooh, <laughs> Naughty Sauce. By Noble Brewing, which is like in Anaheim. I've been to the tap room, too. Yeah. One of my favorite beers. Okay. Ever. Naughty, Naughty Sauce. sauce. Naughty Sauce. And Maybe we could get Naughty Sauce to sponsor one of these episodes coming out. Noble. 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 Brewing, yeah. Okay. Noble Brew Co. or Noble Brewing. Okay. Okay, naughty sauce. Need to get that. So your girlfriend is from Calabasas. My, my your wife. My wife. She former was. former girlfriend. I'll things never stop escalated. Being here, so yeah. Yes. She's my girlfriend. That's yeah. good. Keep that mindset. Yeah. You want to continue to pursue Always. her and vice versa. Exactly. It keeps things interesting. It does. It does. I mean, not to like get into, you know, the the <laughs> inner dimensions of your relationship, but what do you think? that there is a point where you stop learning about your significant other, or can you always go deeper? No, I think you can always go deeper. Just because, I mean, we're, we're pretty vulnerable. Like, the two of us kind of have similar personalities, and, like, we are we're vulnerable to each other and stuff like that. But, I mean, when you get married, that's, like big time learning curve you know yeah what what's the the difference what what was the when that gear kicked in like what was the first like whoa this is this is different were you living with her before or uh no but like so i was in nashville and she was in cincinnati okay um we were both living in nashville when we met but uh with her job, she had to move up to Cincy, and I stayed in Nashville for a little bit longer. Um, but, I mean, just like, it's like the little things that add up, you know, like things that don't bother me bothered her, and things that didn't bother her bothered me. Mm. And like, if you don't communicate right away and just say like, hey, you know, maybe you should do this, or like, um, think about this next time. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't want to appreciate it when this happens. You know, I know it doesn't bother you, but it does bother me. So can we find a medium? Like, if you don't communicate that stuff, it's it it's gonna be a rocky road. Yeah. Like, I mean, you could be complete opposites, and just have an open line of communication, and like, I'll put all my money on that on them. You know, um, but. Oh, it wasn't like super learn. It wasn't like I don't know. It'd be like if if I left a couple dishes in the sink, 
Like, just a couple. Not even, like, right. full or half full. or. That's a pet peeve. Just a couple. That's going to be know? a pet peeve. You know, and she came home from work. And I was already home, and there'd been like a couple glasses or like. A couple what are you things. doing, dude? Well, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be like that, but it'd be like, hey, can you put this away? And be like, oh yeah, okay, my bad. And then I do it, and then the next time it happened, be like, can you please put this away? Like, oh yeah, my bad. I'll the tension it. builds and, a and little bit. Like, Robbie, come on. Can you just put this away, please? Right. <laughs> be like, oh my bad. Okay. And then I, you know, it's like a. It's like a learning curve for both parties. I mean, the same thing happened with me with something else. So it's just like, you know, you just learn like, hey, I know my life, my wife will feel loved and appreciated if I do this before she gets home. So I'm just going to do this before mm-hmm. she gets home so that she feels like she doesn't have any added stress to her day. Yeah. And it's just all, I mean, it, it's all just being like a servant to each other. Yeah. When you're a servant to each other, then it's like, it's it's not like you're just equally yoked. You're getting getting biblical. Right. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Like, you're getting yoked, being bro. Yoked equally, my wife is yoked. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I yeah, it's uh, you gotta show a lot of grace and just try to understand other people's yeah personalities and thoughts and feelings and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like my wife does a great job at, at doing that with me too. So very reciprocal. Yeah, that's that's like that that next next level. Mm-hmm. It's like you need to be you need to get to the point where you start to get like Maybe you get like a little annoyed with some some aspects (laughs) of the partner, but instead of being like ah forget this, it's like let's figure out how to alleviate this here tension. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's marital tips. Yes. (laughs) And I'm married. To the, the game, game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, Let's go. <laughs> but I, w- I could do polygamy. I could be married to the game and, and yeah. a biological female. That's my <laughs> preference. I nothing against anyone else, but yeah. th- that's my cup of tea. Yeah. There, I said it. <laughs> the cat's out of the bag. The cat's out of the bag. We're still recording. We're still recording. We're doing it. Yeah. Peers and beers. Peers and beers. Um, so I'm interested. Right now, you, you find yourself in a pretty solid situation um, as far as the photography game goes. Yeah. Is there... So, like, when you were at the bottom of the rung, you were looking up at the guy, taking the pictures in the pit. Yeah. And you were like... I want to be that guy. Yeah. Like, I want to do that. Is there, like, uh, another, like, level that you're, you know, trying to ascend to? Or have yeah. you reached the mountaintop? Or, like, what what does continued growth look like For sure, yeah. in this game? So, like, I'm a very hungry kind of person. Like, I... I... I want to be good at, I, even though I know I can't be good at everything, I want to be good at everything. And I'll at least try so that I can say that I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And for me, like, you know, if I go back like four or five years, for me, for the, to say that I, you know, shot for Brad Paisley or with Brad Paisley, like, that's a, I, I wouldn't believe it at all, you know? But that, that was my goal, right? I was like, I want to be top tier artist with them on tour and do that. Now I've done it. And still doing it. If We have a couple more shows left throughout the year. But, like, I am thinking about, like, okay, what next? Like, what do I want to do? I mean, maybe I can still do this, but try to do something else that I want. Like, a different kind of photography. Mm-hmm. So, um, my ultimate goal is to own my own studio completely my own tailored to like just a photographers and videographers like paradise kind of thing um one person i really look up to as like a portrait photographer and all that stuff, um is uh, his name is robbie klein and he's also based out of nashville and we actually met at an, <laughs> the need to breathe show the very first one that i shot um, I was introduced to him, and they were like the the person who was introducing us was like he's a big deal in this world like he's a big big deal. Oh wow! And he was like the nicest guy. I would ha- like you would have no idea. He's right. Super chill. This dude's name Robbie. Yeah, his name is Robbie. Nice nice guys all, yeah. all around. So then um, met him then, and that was probably like twenty fifteen or sixteen or something like that. And then fast forward couple years and uh we're standing next to each other at a another concert like conglomerate concert there's like 10 artists that were performing and um he was like standing next to me like before one of the bands went on like where the photographers hang out and you know like side stage and i was like dude, Robbie, I know you don't remember me, but my name's Robbie, too, and, like, I really love your work. (laughs) I like you. I was like, I "I really love your work, and, like, all this stuff, you know, talking about, like, fangirling or like, that was my moment. Yeah. And, um, he was like, man, I've been looking at you all night, and I've been, like, wondering, I was like, how did I meet you before? And I was like, (laughs) so, (laughs) a couple years ago, you know, um, so, he, you know, we exchanged numbers, and he invited me to, like, help him on his shoots. And so, well, Robbie, he's pretty much, like, a celebrity photographer. So he owns his own studio in East Nashville, and he pretty much just does, like, every headshot for celebrities. And they're, like, awesome. I mean, anyone from, like, Childish Gambino to wow. Nick Offerman to... Totally. to Jeff Goldblum. Damn. Uh, Whoa. Reba, like, all the country. Reba McIntyre. Reba. Wow. Um, and uh, what a great show that was. Oh, man. I watched very few episodes. Oh, but man. it was on WGN. Yeah. Uh, and I would watch it, like, before the Cubs would start playing. Yeah. Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't there for the Reba, but I got some of the Reba, and... 
She was, seems like a very sweet yeah. woman. It looked like the same exact house, same exact set from like Boy Meets World. It was like the same thing. They yeah. had to be using the same thing. She's like, she's like Ellen DeGeneres, but actually nice, you know. <laughs> I have to, I'm not gonna speak on it. <laughs> I never met either of them. But anyways, um, and so I got to assist Robbie on all these shoots, and I got to meet like some celebs and stuff like that. And uh, you know, I was like, wow. This back pocket, if the whole touring thing doesn't work out, like, this is what I want to do. Um, and so I'm starting to kind of break into that now. Um, you know, I've been doing portrait stuff, like studio stuff for four years, too, like doing all that. Um, so I'm not just a tour photographer. Right. Um, You're so much more. Yeah, so much more. <laughs> we all are more. Um, but... Yeah, I, I think the the goal of owning my own studio and having that a space for when people come to town, such as, like, artists or uh, comedians or, like, whatever it may be, like, for them to be, like, stopping by and just, like, do headshots. Yeah. Like, that, to me, is, like... My goal. Yeah. You know, I, I want, you know, the Nick Offermans or Zach Galifianakis's of, of the world to just be like, hey, Robbie, I'm going to stop by the studio. Like, are you in town? And be like, yeah, sure. And like, okay, cool. And we just chat, drink some bourbon, and, uh, yeah. You know, or have a hazy IPA. Yeah. And, uh, uh it's specifically, uh, Christian, Christian Morlane, big hazy IPA. Yeah. A few of those bad boys. Yeah, just sling a few of those back and then just, like, hang out and shoot. Like, that, to me, is ultimate goals. Uh, Damn. So. That sounds that sounds pretty dope, but strangely, yeah. for you, pretty attainable. I don't know. You didn't think you could uh, exactly. become, you know, the, the tour photographer guy, but yeah. I, th I think it's just, like, a testament to just that that work ethic yeah it's seriously i mean uh to me it, it's it's like a far-fetched idea right now but i like i said or like you said before it's like i never thought i'd be yeah on like working for brad paisley like on tour right and, you know like i think uh, like in the arts in general I think like forward momentum, like traction for up and comers, it seems like so, you know, foreign. Yeah. It's like, because obviously if you've, you haven't like reached that level, it's like, yeah. how do I do that? Yeah, it's, it's like, um, what? And, and no it's bewildering. And it's, it's tough too, because like no one teaches you in this world, like in this, in this field, like, I didn't go to school for this. Right. You know, like, I, I've listened to a bunch of episodes already, and it seems like a lot of, like, Pepperdine was a, like, a film school. Like, you I mean, there, had, there, you guys there, had a good, like, film program. Yeah, there's a, there's a film program there. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, your proximity to L.A., which is, like, mm -hmm. the capital of everything. Right. Like, so, like, it makes sense, but... I, like, I didn't have that. Right. 
And you you came out of school and then it's like, yeah, what am I supposed to do alert. now? I did not. We did the the girl that taught me how to like do photography. We did not end up together. So like, yes. So like that's why she's called the ex. <laughs> so like we broke up and then I was just left to my own devices or lack of devices yeah, lack physically. Of, yeah, I didn't even have a camera. I had to borrow some friends' cameras. Um, Are you no, crying right now? No, I'm trying not to burp. Sling these guys. Yeah, I'm crying. I didn't even have I didn't even have a camera, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's the sad part. I didn't have a camera. Um, no, I, so it was just like trying to find figure that out I was like do I even pursue this now like I don't have the money to drop on a three thousand dollar camera right plus buying a lens you know yeah like, yeah which is like camera is only one, yeah, one part yeah, of it the body is just like three grand yeah um and so yeah is uh it was tough to just like find those people to like learn from mm-hmm you know, like we said, I was left to my own lack thereof devices, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to start. I didn't know, like, you know, I, I may, may have had, like, a couple gigs. Like, the new Schematics band, like, they were playing shows, and, like, they invited me to do their shows. They invited me to do all, like, their band photography and stuff, which I think, it, like, turned out fine like i you know i look back at that work and i'm like dang i like i did that like back then like five years ago like yeah i consider myself a noob to, to this day because i love learning you know like i feel like I'm, that's, a, that's a good mindset I'm to have immature in like a lot of ways still in the sense of like i'll never speak about something unless i know 100 percent, and i want to learn I, like I'll just keep my mouth shut right on a lot of things and I'll because I, I just want to hear other people talk and I want to hear how other people do things and um, yeah uh, circling back to somehow not having a camera like <laughs> I, yeah it's crazy but I feel like you kind of carry that that I don't have a camera mindset with you like it's like you are you want to like maintain that I don't know I like do. yeah. type of mentality. I, I honestly think you have to. Like whatever you're doing, no one is attracted people are attracted to confidence. People aren't attracted to cockiness. Right. And in in this world it's very it can be narcissistic in a lot of ways, like you know, because it, it's an individual thing. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you take the photo or photos you are the one editing mm -hmm. you're the one putting your expression out there and if people like it cool then they like you and you're exactly. cool yeah right like and and to me i just like i just i don't like the spotlight like i have you know i'm, I'm brad's guy but like i only have not even saying that I, like it hurts me to even say this in, in the sense of like I'm vocalizing but like I only have like just over 2,000 followers on Instagram <laughs> that is embarrassing no, but like I don't care like I really don't I, if I delete hey that's more than me baby yeah, but 
like, and I do care. But see, How's like, that? I look at like some of my idols in the photography world. Like I'm gonna throw some names out there. One, Robbie Klein, like guy in Nashville. Um, and then two, uh, I'd probably say like Zoe Rain, who is based out of Chicago. Hey. Um, and she. Uh, got her start doing tour photography now she's like doing product and uh portraiture stuff in chicago um she was with macklemore she got that job like i think like out of high school or something yeah like she met him in a meet and greet and like dropped her card off wow like when he was coming up you know um and then eric frost who's also out of uh out of uh chicago um and like I look at them, and they, you know, they got, they're doing all like the, this is how you do this, right? Like, you know, and they, they got their like YouTube channels and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, and like they have a lot of followers and like all that stuff. And you know, like I look at that stuff, and it's like cool, you know, like, do would I? You you do don't I want that? Nah, like if I had it, cool. But would, I would want it to be more organically than. Would it. you want? to cultivate that like uh like expert uh type of persona where like you are giving the information away to like the novices yeah i i would so i i love learning but i also love giving out knowledge i'll never i i don't i'll never like hide a location or like keep secrets of like tips and tricks like to me that's just so dumb i hate people who do that i don't hate the person i hate their actions yes um and every you know fiber of their being yeah, as well just, like head to toe just yeah hate them. every hair on their yeah of course. Uh, no um i just i think like it's just pointless because one they're probably going to figure it out anyways eventually right might as well be the guy to like open up the gate yeah and i i really am like all about relational stuff like relationships i love just talking with people i love just like learning about people why they are the way that they are and and, and what the fuck is their problem? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why do I hate them? <laughs> What's wrong with your face? Yeah, change something about your face. <laughs> is that Rob Riggle from uh, Step Brothers? Uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brendan, whatever it is. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, at this point, like, I, well, not even at this point, it's always been, like, if I know something, I have no problem telling somebody else, like, how to do something. Because I've also learned that everyone's eye is so different. And, like, everyone comes up with different... Like, I like there could be ten photographers in here photographing this podcast, and they'd all have ten different kind of photos. Right. And it's like... But only I would have this angle right here. You. I don't even know if it's recording anymore, to be honest. <laughs> looking pretty off yeah yeah Uh, i don't know (laughs) but yeah i just i i'm i don't feel like i'm i'm a wealth of knowledge like i still like and that's the other point is like i in my mind am like who am i to tell like give advice to somebody else like i 
to me, I, I don't feel like a professional in that sense. Yeah. Like, but and I never want to lose that. Right. You don't want to lose that, but also you need to you need to acknowledge, you know, that you are you're at a certain level, right? It's like Sure. Yeah. I mean like obviously like professional is a spectrum. I mean like for me definition wise, you take pictures, you know, professionally like for pay so you are a professional but yeah. as I, far as like just like the definition of the word i am yeah so. but but you are like further along the track than some other people so while you don't want to like speak with magnanimous authority on the whole thing like you do have some insight that you can sure, yeah. share yeah i yeah i mean it's I think I had my first, like, throwing this in air quotes for everyone who's listening, professional experience was, and it was a cool moment for me, because I do remember this, I do remember being this person, but um, at one of our last shows, um, I was walking out to the, the front area, and, like, it's during COVID, and it was the drive-in show, so, like, the different layout and format than a, what a regular right, and it, maybe not as exciting. Yeah, so, so as it would like be. There's a lot of space between the stage and like the front row of cars. It's just not the same atmosphere. Yeah, and so like the like there's it doesn't feel like you're in an arena or anything, so it's not loud, right? Like everyone's playing cornhole and <laughs> like right. grilling right. instead of like just being loud right and um so you can hear a lot of stuff and you know i never really talked to security that much i i will like before the show just so they know who i am so like from running <laughs> they know? don't tackle you they don't tackle me which <laughs> has almost happened <laughs> <laughs> um but uh the one of the security guard and he's like a you know probably like young 20s looking kid he like kind of stopped me as I was walking out and he was like hey like uh, you know what are you shooting on which those kind of questions always kind of turn me off a little bit if they're if, if another person has a camera or something right because you know, you're like alright we're just going to play the, the gear game yeah um, oh you only have that level of contraption yeah you're a bitch <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. Yeah. I'm sure that's what other people think of me, but um, because I only have one camera out instead of three. No. So yeah, this kid like stops me and just like he's asking me questions and you know I like I love I love that I love that someone's is like actually it's not just asking questions to size me up it's like asking questions to learn mm -hmm. and I was like yes I love this and he like he honestly was just asking me the same questions that I was asking people and I, I like grabbed it I grabbed his card and I was just like man keep in touch like if you have I told him I was like if you have anything else just let me know like you can call me you can text me like whatever I don't care um and that was kind of the first mo, and that happened recently within the last like month. And and that guy 
was also named Robbie. Yeah, he's really <laughs> <laughs> um, No, it's just like a really cool moment because after, and I didn't even recognize it while I was in it. I was just, you know, answering questions or just like. But it's like a full, full circle type of moment. Yeah, huh? and then afterwards I was like, huh. I was like, holy crap, that was, that was me. Right. That was me like six years ago, five yeah. years ago, just like doing the same thing, just asking every question I could in like a two minute span, you know, and like hoping that they follow me back on Instagram or, right. like, you know, just like so they know who I am, whatever. And like, I don't know, it was just a really cool moment. That That's probably the moment, the most professional I've ever felt was in that moment. Yeah. Well, it's like to that guy like you've made it to the mountaintop kind of mm-hmm. and and now like the view is pretty nice i bet but like also you have the experience from making your way up yeah. that you can you know inform this person yeah, yeah. on like what that process is like yeah it, i mean it's so true it takes so much work so and i mean it's not even you have to put in work in so many different facets too it's not just your craft right it really is the relational side of mm-hmm. things like you can't be a jerk and do this job like right no one would hire you you practically live with these people on a bus right they're not going to put a jerk on a bus no like really cool people <laughs> so like you have to be relational and you have to be you had you, you just have to make everyone feel at ease right you know if you don't have that ease personality and like click with other people and care about other people like you won't get the job you know yeah and it's it goes and that's in a lot of ways right you know right it's every aspect of life so i mean like you can i think you can you can get away with being a jerk in a lot of jobs maybe not as easily being a photographer but it's like just like maintaining that consistent like yeah. energy it's like you're not just being a chill dude because it's going to benefit your job right. it's like you want that consistency yeah no yeah yeah it's not it's not nothing is you can't do it for like a self-centered type of like goal mm-hmm. at all you have to do it because you love it right and part of that the love of it is meeting new people and being a relational person towards others you know like i don't know it's it's uh i love it i, I don't know what else to say about it you know yeah, I mean? man. Like, <laughs> Bro, I, dude, i'm i'm falling in love with it you just, you're just talking yeah. about it it's it's fun like you're you're capturing someone else like in a moment mm and it's not yourself and it could be yourself you're taking like self-portrait and stuff but usually it's for someone else and you want to represent them so you have to get to know them you know it's like putting your spin on them yeah and you have to know who they are as a person yeah so you can't be a jerk and right because you get to know them you, you need know? you kind of need to put them at ease for to have them at that like vulnerable state where you get like something real right for the most part yeah 
yeah. for the most part. What's what's the caveat to that? I would say, I mean, there there's like I think Annie Lebel, Lebowitz, who's another, she's like the godfather of photography to me. Um, does she have that master class? She does have a master class. Yeah. I think I saw a commercial for that today. Yeah. And I think she mentions it in the commercial of the master class, but she's quoted saying like, she doesn't believe in putting the subject that. You know, oh yeah yeah yeah. Um. Which is, which is true for some stuff, you know. Like, how does she f- finish that off? Like, why, why not put the subject at ease? I think she just wants to see them in a very vulnerable place and like yeah. capture that vulnerability of like, like who, I don't know. I see it as a way of, like, I want them to feel comfortable in front of me. I think her spin on it is I want them to just be themselves right I don't I don't want to play a part in anything Mm. I just want them to be in their element and if they're awkward in front of the camera there's a story behind it yeah there's a story behind why they're awkward (sighs) oh god I'm I'm awkward man I'm awkward (laughs) do you hate when people uh you know ask you for headshots without offering payment uh at this point, yeah. Hey, uh, uh, what what are you doing later? I'm de- I, I'm actually due for some. <laughs> what do you say? Yeah, you're free, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> nah, yeah, I know. I got you on Venmo, dude. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I just probably just shaved myself nah, up beforehand. It's I don't know. It. I think every photographer runs across this probably throughout their entire career. I mean, it'll, it'll probably never stop. But you know, it's it's the expectation of like trying to do something for free because we're friends or free because yeah. we're family. Not, my family has never asked for anything for free. So I, everything that I've done for my family has always been like on my accord. Like, hey, guys, I'm bringing my camera out. So it's like, okay, around me. I want to document Thanksgiving, you know, or whatever. But, um, you know, I, I definitely get the the hey, can we trade services? Hey, or like, you know, I'll name my price, which I think is a very good price, yeah. you know? And uh, I'll get the, ooh, you know. <laughs> 75 bucks. And it's like, well, you know, and, and then the whole like, but you're just taking a picture. It's like, uh, yes, I am. Yes, that is part of it. But there is a lot of work that's gone into this yeah and you know right it's not just the pictures like the investments into the equipment it's like the hours that you put in personally right you know and it's like telling like a wedding photographer like oh i'm only gonna pay you for eight hours it's like you're not paying me for eight you're paying me eight hours to be here right and then the whole editing process afterwards three days after four days after straight of editing right like whatever it is i don't i don't do weddings anymore but yeah (laughs) um yeah so like i don't i don't know it's uh it's i'm sure it's something you have to like feel out it's definitely a feel out thing you know like friends and stuff like i don't know i i like to and here's the other part i like investing in people Right. So, you know, if a friend of mine came to me and be like, hey, man, I know this isn't normally what you do, but, like, I need this because of 
my career goal that's happening and I need it. Like I need new I need new like album art for whatever because if I do this then I'll get signed. Or like it's gonna help me look better. Yeah. I'm like, let's do it. Like, come on. Like I wanna help you get to where you are and like if we all work together, we can right. all rise, yeah. you know? So, uh, there's that aspect to it, but then there's, like, the randomness. Yeah. Too. Like, I'll, I'll get, like, it's, Instagram DMs and be like, can right. you trade? And, like, I want to be an Instagram I'm model. sure, I'm so sure like, it's... This is the wrong guy to talk about Instagram models, because I do not care about that at it's all. It's probably pretty apparent when it feels like someone's trying to take advantage of yeah. you. I mean, it's happened a bunch, and I, I'm just, I just direct them elsewhere yes here's my secretary but the secretary doesn't exist (laughs) i definitely do not have a secretary not yet until now i'm your new secretary (laughs) if you've been directed to my secretary i'm sorry that they have not responded yet whoops (laughs) well i feel like this has been a pretty pretty dope conversation yeah man i feel like we we got a pretty uh, pretty all-encompassing life story. We talked about your parents. Yeah. Talked about your, your basketball uh, legend. Minus the legend. <laughs> basketball. Your basketball. Yeah. And we we got with you to the Brad Paisleys and you know the yeah. the, the future goals. What uh, was a good way for listeners to keep up with you? If they are so inclined. Oh, man. Well, if you want a bunch of stories and not a whole lot of posts, you can follow me on Instagram at shotbyrobbie. Uh, R-O-B-B-I-E. Not a Y. Oh. I-E. Okay. Um, yeah, and that's about it. You can go to my website, which is just robbylarson.com. Check that out. I don't really keep up with anything else. I don't have a Twitter. I don't have. I have a Facebook, but I get on every six months. So. Okay. Well, <laughs> hopefully, you reach him on Facebook. Did. Yes. <laughs> there we go. I yeah, I think I think we are gonna start promoting this on LinkedIn. There we go. So, oh, alright. Yeah, I think that's right. that's the new wave. Alright, check out. Alright. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how we finish it up. I don't know if you've listened to the end of the I episode. I've been very scared about this. Yeah. <laughs> I am so deaf, so here we uh, go. Is this is the first time without without Paul yeah, here. Yeah, we need a trio. Do you have to do, like, two notes here? Yeah, I can split my voice. All right. <laughs> All right. You need to call in someone? Yeah. Uh, Pablo back there? <laughs> Pablo's still here? All right, here we go. Just pick out that first note, and then I'll just get a solid oh, harmonization, no. and then we'll just Wait, call it. Can I get a little whoo? Little kazoo. Uh, okay, but it's a thank you. Oh, uh, I say thank you. Yeah. Oh. And that hold out that note. All right. All right. I don't know. This is the Do format we've chosen, and I don't think we can break out of so it. Do I have to go up, right? Just or harmonize as you see fit. Actually, usually you pick the note and I harmonize. Uh, I don't feel comfortable. Doing okay, that. I'll do it. I'll do it. Ready? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's terrible. Nailed it. <laughs>